Hello, everybody, and welcome to show. I like show better than podcast. To the secret podcast. And you're not supposed to be listening to this. And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret. Shh. It's a secret. Shh. All right. Bobby back here with another travel series. This one is called Guatemala. Sorry for the once again long hiatus. Busy times here in Chicago, but... Um, the story that I want to talk about today is, uh, one of my last international trips that I had, I was lucky enough to go to Guatemala and Belize. I know the listeners have heard about the, um, held at knife point story in Belize. This story is a lot more happy and, uh, positive, but yeah, my first stop on that little week and a half trip to Central America was Guatemala. And one of my friends from college, Lily, she had been to Guatemala previously. I'd seen some pictures of like an overnight hike um, to the top of a volcano that she had done. And I was like, okay, that looks sick. I'm definitely going to do that. So uh, it's called Acatantengo Volcano. Basically, I um, landed in Guatemala City, took like an hour and a half taxi, which was chaotic, but took a long taxi to the city of Antigua, which is definitely a touristy town, uh, but it's really pretty. It's nestled between like four or five big volcanoes. And I had a couple days to explore Guatemala. I was by myself, staying in a hostel, per usual. But um, Guatemala's got a lot of cool uh, traditions. It's got a lot of culture. So I really enjoyed going into the shops and trying the really good um, Central American food. And, uh, yeah, trying some of their beer as well. So uh, the day of the hike, I was picked up by the tour company called uh, Soy, like Soy Milk. But it was Soy Volcano Tours. And picked me up in the morning at like 7 a.m. We drove, I think it was like three hours to the base of this volcano. And it was me and I'd say probably like 15 to 20 random people. I met a girl um, from England that I became good friends with, a couple from Canada, and uh, shared a tent with a dude from Germany that I met. But yeah, basically um, these... I guess you could call them Sherpas. I'm not sure if that's what they were referred to in Central America. I know Sherpas are more of a uh, Asian and Mount Everest um, guide name. But these guys took our bags. And my bag was not light. It was heavy as crap. Um, and this guy took my bag. And they just marched up the mountain like like freaking mountain men. I'm sure that's actually what they are. But this was like truly the hardest hike I've ever done in my entire life. We hiked up and the first, I'd say the first two hours was like very like, like I'd say really fine and soft dirt. So it was like just kind of hard. It was kind of like sandy. So really hard to climb and get like good, good, uh, I guess footing when you're climbing up the mountain. And then it got to like this loose gravelly stuff and we started serpentining like around and it was really, really pretty hike. But we, I'd say we hiked for probably that first day about seven or eight hours. And then we finally got up to this ridge. And we got there at, I'd say, like 5 or 6 p.m. <clears throat> and this was back in February 2019. So um, the sun would go down a little, little earlier than if it was the summer. Obviously, it was a little warmer in Guatemala than it was in uh, Chicago at the time. So it's not like we were hiking in 20 degrees. It's probably 60 or 70 degrees. But the sun still went down at a pretty early hour. So we got up there. And these Sherpas had already gotten up there hours before because I think they were saying they do they do uh, the same hike four or five times a week. So they're just absolute 
madmen going up there, you know, putting putting us to shame, walking up there with no bag and just being so winded when we get up there. But got up there, all the tents were set up. They had this food already made for us, a big fire, and it was it's really hard to describe how incredible this was. But basically we ate Everyone is exhausted from this long day of hiking. And we're sitting on this ridge. The sun's going down. And there's a big volcano to our right, like, directly in front of us. And it was an active volcano. And it was going off all night. Probably between every 30 and, like, 60 seconds it would go off. And it looked cool when it was still sunny out. When the sun was going down, you could see the smoke come out. But it was like something out of a freaking Disney movie when the sun went down. It was Truly magical is the only word I can describe it as. We were sitting out there around this fire, me and all these people that I just met from all corners of the of the, uh, the earth, and we're watching this volcano go off and seeing literal lava, this orange and red lava spurting up into the air, and then you could see it going down the side, side of this volcano. And this was happening all night, and uh, brings a smile on my face even talking about it because it was so incredible. And now down in the valley, there's this big valley. You can see Antigua in the distance and a couple other cities, um, which were far, far away. So there was like zero light pollution and the stars were insane. Probably the the brightest and clearest sky I've ever seen. And uh, we had a super early wake up, wake up uh, call the next morning at like 4 a.m. Because we were actually going to go to the top of the current volcano we were climbing on, which was obviously not active. Um but everyone went to bed probably 10, 10, 30, or 11. I stayed up until about 1, just literally sitting there on the ridge watching this freaking volcano go off. And obviously my brain's telling me, you got to get some sleep. we got a big hike in the morning. But I'm also thinking, you know, back tomorrow night, I'm going to be in Antigua. And when is the, you know, when is, am I ever going to be on a volcano again watching this other volcano literally erupt before my eyes? So I truly enjoyed that view for multiple minutes after uh, everybody, or not multiple minutes, multiple hours after everybody else had gone to bed and uh, woke up the next morning, had a quick breakfast, and we finished this hike to the top of the volcano we were on, got up there for sunrise. We're literally like at that point parallel to the other one that was still going off. The views of the volcano that were exploding were like literally out of this world. And it was so cold and windy at the top of the volcano, but nobody cared. We were all snapping pictures and running around like school kids. And uh, that was truly maybe the most incredible travel experience I've ever had. Hiked down. Um, obviously, it's a lot easier going down than up, but it took us four or five hours to get down that day. And uh, to say I was content and slept like a freaking baby when I got back to Antigua into the hostel is an understatement. Um, so, yeah, if anybody has any interest in doing some crazy... Uh, I guess, adrenaline or exciting type travel. Um, Acatantango Volcano in Guatemala outside Antigua. Highly recommend, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Like I said, I was gonna keep going because I didn't even stop the recording. All right, next, all right, I'm doing stand-ups that are on currently on Netflix as a long-running podcast, just one long take, so yeah. Uh, next on my list is the ones that aren't, the ones I'm seeing when I'm scrolling, but deserve attention. All of Mike Birbiglia, my secret public journal, my girlfriend's boyfriend, thank God for jokes, and the new one, all fantastic. 
I, I, I really, really like him. The dude is the best storytelling comedian, in my opinion. He's hilarious, but he isn't just straight-up jokes hilarious. You really have to pay attention because he crafts beautiful long stories throughout the entire special, and they make you they make you feel, and they make you laugh, and you kind of just want to talk about it for a while after you watch it. I can't really explain why. Um, Eric Andre special, uh, I, I really love watching snippets of his show, but maybe there's a reason it's snippets and not a full show because his stand-up is just a lot to take in. I just wasn't really feeling his energy. Um, next is Ellen DeGeneres' Relatable. Honestly, again, super solid. Not crazy funny, but for a... I was expecting it to be shit for some reason, and it, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, David Cross, Making America Great Again. <laughs> it's very political and was one of those things like if you like David Cross from Mr. Show, you'll probably love his stand-up. And I love loved Mr. Show, love David Cross, so I very much enjoyed his. Uh, Demetri Martin, The Overthinker. Demetri Martin is criminally underrated, and he's very unique and interesting and deserves more watches. It's like short jokes, and it's like math-based almost, and very literal, and it's, it's, it's just really good. Uh, Judah Freelander, America is the greatest country in the United States. Holy shit, this is fantastic. I was not anticipating this to be that that good. This is the guy who has long hair uh, and is one of the writers and is always wearing the weird hats and 30 Rock. Not weird hats, the funny hats with sayings on it. He, he, it's satirely political and it's it's like a collection of his sets, but it's fucking hilarious and it's not too political, I guess. It's, it's great. Neil Brennan, Three Mics. It's very interesting. Uh, he does traditional stand-up on one mic, one-liners on the other, and just kind of talks uh, openly with the last mic. It's really different, really super personal, and not what I expected after the after knowing who Neil Brenning is. He was a writer for The Chappelle Show, as many people know, and not what I expected, but I, I loved it, and it was great. All right, so now getting into what I really wanted to talk about, the reason for these three podcasts is to push this one special on you. Rory Scovel, try stand-up for the first time. Holy shit, that's so underrated. If you know, you fucking know. If you watch this and you aren't laughing after the first joke, you, we're probably not going to be friends, at least close friends. Uh, as Petey clearly outlines on his Monday podcast, it's hard to make friends at 27, so I'll take them as I can get them. I'm not going to be picky. But this special is nearly flawless. Besides the tiny sketches he puts in, which are decent, uh, but kind of not needed, this is probably my favorite stand-up special. Please watch this special and then text me about why you think I was wrong about it and why you hated it. And I won't, I won't even argue. I'll just send you a live video of me crying. But speaking of comedy specials that could potentially make me cry, let's finish up this by talking about Bo Burnham, who's also on Netflix. Now, he is stand-up, but he kind of redefines it. What is the name of his first special? And it's an amazing special that's weird and quirky, and it's a trip, and it's songs, and it's it's really fun. Uh, and I laugh every single time I watch it. Uh, just take a chance on this and let yourself be silly and serious all at once. But what is really just him practicing and fine-tuning for the special make happy? This, in my opinion, is an absolute masterpiece. It's a performance that loosely could be called stand-up, but it's a show more than anything. 
This may be my favorite specials on favorite special on Netflix. It's weird and uncomfortable and funny, but unlike anything you've ever seen. Without a doubt, as silly as this may sound, especially after you watch it, you may not get it how it hits me, but it 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 makes me cry every single time I watch it. I I absolutely love that special and holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, well, there's all my specials. I guess uh, since I didn't take up all that much time, only 17 minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, I'll throw up my top five, and they're all so close that it's a top five. It's no particular order, but I'm sure that I would change it if I redid this in 10 minutes. Uh, so my top five would include Make Happy by Bo Burnham, Roy Scoville Try Stand Up for the First Time, John Mulaney, Kid Gorgeous, Louis C.K., 2017, and Michael Shea, Che, excuse me, Matters. All right, I'm done. Get out of here. Things are going to get.